0: Retirement Planning Podcast, where we help you design a retirement and life you love. I'm your host and retirement planning specialist, Carl Woolston. I'm the founder of Thrive Retirement Planning, and this podcast was created to address, integrate, and simplify the eight critical components that I believe every successful retirement plan needs to include. Often, we see retirees and financial professionals may address one or two of these components, but it takes all eight working together in alignment to truly create a successful and thriving retirement. The goal of our show is to help you reduce your anxiety about retirement, get answers on Social Security, and design a plan to replace your income. We want to help you take steps to protect and grow your investments and ethically reduce your retirement taxes. Thanks for being with us today on the show. Uh, We're so excited about the great numbers we're seeing as the amount of listeners we're having on a weekly basis and a monthly basis continues to increase. So, If you're here for the first time, Welcome. Uh, if you're a return person who's coming back and learning more, welcome as well. Uh, today's show is all about understanding something that maybe we don't aren't all that tumi- uh, familiar with. It's called the sequence of returns risk. And as you draw closer to retirement, one of the, the greatest retirement dangers is sequence of return risk. Sequence of return risk in summary, is the hazard of withdrawing money from your investments when the balance is down due to something like market volatility. So sequence risk can increase the likelihood that you run out of money and also reduce your investment performance. So when is sequence of return risk most impactful? When can it be most detrimental to your retirement and your retirement income plan? Well, it rears its head in three common situations. Okay, so put these down. It's also in the show notes. The first is your income needs. So, of course, if your the market is down and your investments are down, as you draw income from your entire investments, uh, you're basically. Cashing out or getting, uh, taking money out for income that is down, already down and at a lower rate than it was maybe three weeks ago, a month ago, two months ago. The second is emergency or unanticipated needs. So, sequence of return hip impacts you when you have something, um, some emergency come up and you don't have liquidity in other places. So, maybe you don't have stuff in savings or you don't have that emergency fund or your investments are your emergency fund. So, you're pulling from down. Uh, from a down market for from uh, down balances. So life happens, as you know, so that, that can really impact you. The third is RMDs. RMDs are what they call required minimum distributions. If you're unfamiliar with those, when you when you turn 72, the government will force you to take money out of your tax-deferred investments, such as your 401k or IRA. And if you don't pull it out, they give you a 50% penalty. So it's really important to be on top of those but of course if you're pulling your RMDs out and your market and you're your way down in your investments of due to market volatility you're basically having to cash in when uh, when your your investments are low. So your overall portfolio can really suffer and, and and it really suffers because you're planning on needing that money you just need it for your income plan or for the emergencies or to, to take care of the RMDs. So in the investment, what you really want to have is investment and income plans that are designed for up and down markets. So before we dive into an example of sequence of returns, it's I just want to reiterate, and you've heard me if you've listened to me on previous shows, it's important to understand that the stock market, it's very difficult to predict. Beginning of the year, you go and you look at all the, the best uh, analysts out there, and they'll be, everybody's on different pages. And If you're trying to time the market with the majority of your assets, especially as you're close to or in retirement, you're setting yourself up for failure. You really want to do a corridor planning, which is, I'm okay to be in this, uh, between this and this, or we're on track for our income plan. And so it's really a corridor you're trying to find yourself in your overall plan. And so you need a plan that works in up and down markets, both. Because you know the market will have a, a downtime. So what do you do in those times? or how do you protect yourself from those downtimes? So those are all things as part of the sequence of return risk. So bef- to set the stage for sequence of returns, there are prime, uh, three primary phases of investment planning. The first is accumulation, and that's, that's uh, as you guess, it's when you're just trying to accumulate assets. You're working, maybe you're getting a 401k match. You're putting money in an IRA and trying to max that out, or a Roth IRA, and you're just you're just putting as much money as way as you can, and then you're looking for investments that just are going to help you grow your money. the The second phase after accumulation is preservation, and many people, investors and. Uh, Retirement planning specialists or investment specialists miss this stage. But preservation, and we'll talk about that as we go on, there's this preservation stage that you move into. And then the third is distribution, where you actually start pulling money out to subsidize Social Security, pension, whatever, to get you up to what you need on a monthly basis to live. So what I want to do is start giving, uh, start by giving you an example and this, is a, this example is taken from a book called The Bucket Plan by Jason Smith. highly recommend it. I have a link. It's on Amazon. I have a link to it in the show notes. And in this example that he gives, he really shows that from a mathematical perspective, he, he gives t- two scenarios here. One is Ms. Lucky and one is Mr. Unlucky. And basically, this first example is they both start out with $100,000. And of course, this is just hypothetical. It just helps you understand and helps us all understand the numbers. Both of these portfolio average 6% over 10 years. Neither one are taking distributions. Uh, neither one are added, adding things to it. And they both end up with 154000 And once again, understand this, and then you'll understand what we're doing with sequence of return risk. So in other words... What happens in this, and let me just kind of detail it out for those of you who, who don't have the book or, or as, I, as I try to get into this example, but sometimes when we're working through numbers, it's a little difficult with something that's just audio-based, but as in year one in Ms. Lucky, she had a thirty percent rate of return. So her hundred thousand grows into one thirty. In year two, a twenty percent rate of return it grows to one fifty six. And then basically a ten percent rate of return all the way to year nine and ten. And in year nine, there's a loss of twenty and a loss of thirty. Basically, it comes down to that Ms. Unlucky has one hundred fifty-four thousand seven sixty-four at the end of ten years. Well, Mr. Unlucky has very sim- has the exact same rate of return. But what we did in this sequence is we just flipped the first two years with the last two years. So, in Mr. Unlucky, lost thirty percent in the first year, so his portfolio is down to seventy thousand then lost another 20,000, so he's down to 56, then goes all the way 10% for the next uh, next six years, and then in years nine and 10, had a 20% and a 30% rate of return. And both of these individuals end up with the same balance, like I said, of $154,000. In other words, sequence of return risk doesn't uh, doesn't impact the accumulation balance if, if no money is being added or taken out, okay? And so that's the easiest way to look at it. Is it basically it doesn't impact a portfolio. But what does happen, and this is so such a big deal for the preservation and the distribution phase of retirement and why this is so important to understand, is in this next example, which is on page 21 of, of his book. And once again, this is The Bucket Plan by Jason Smith. You can There's a link to it on Amazon. Clients who we work with, we actually reference this book in our process. They have some homework. It helps a uh, our clients get educated before they make any financial decisions. So, the in this sequence, it's the exact same sequences. Both say, both the uh, similar Mrs. Unlucky, Ms. Unlucky, and Mr. Unlucky, but this time uh, they are taking six thousand dollar withdrawals on uh, an annual basis. Okay, so after they do this. Ms. Lucky, who had the 30 percent and the 20 percent at the beginning and then had the negative 20 and negative 30 at the end, uh, she ends up with 105 thousand, 105,544. Well, Mr. Unlucky had the, the first two years were the losses, and then there's less money to com- compound, especially as we're taking6,000 dollars out. Mr. Um, Mr. Unlucky only had thirty eight thousand dollars eight ninety eight, so one hundred and five versus thirty eight, so huge huge difference, and that's because money is being pulled out, and it just accelerates the losses, and so this is this is one of the dangers, one of the most significant dangers in retirement is that we set ourselves up that we're constantly withdrawing, from certain investments that are uh, we're using in up and down markets. So when we're in the accumulation phase, you often measure and investors measure investment success by strictly rate of return. And I'd suggest that while rate of return is important during the preservation and distribution phase, it isn't how you measure success. You need a comprehensive strategy that addresses sequence of return risk, and that's what's more important during retirement than simply what kind of money, rate of return are you getting on your investments? So a question that Jason shares in his book that I think is really good is when does negative 30 plus 43 equals zero? And while while we may simply think that this is bad math, it's completely correct with investing. When you lose 30%, you need to have a 43% rate of return to make back to your money, to get back to zero. Or if your investment is down 50%, You need 100% return to get back to zero. So when you're in the distribution phase, bottom line is your account balance is more important than the rate of return. It may not seem realistic, but lower rates of return mixed with downside protection can beat greater rates of return during the distribution phase. And it's because of the sequence of return of protecting against loss, especially protecting against loss with assets that you need for your income and your emergency fund and your RMDs, those types of things. So here's a powerful strategy uh, that we like to use at Thrive Retirement Planning to fight the sequence of return risk. And various advisors will have different opinions on how to fight this, but it's, it's commonly accepted that sequence of return risk is an important part of... Mitigating risk in retirement. So, when you approach retirement, here's the the general rule. And you're within 10 years. So, if you're retiring at 65 and you're 55 plus, in my opinion, it's time to start shifting from accumulation phase and begin to transition into the preservation phase, which works alongside eventually the distribution phase during your retirement years. And all the way through your retirement years, you'll keep a portion. We like to help our clients keep a portion of the assets in the preservation phase. So when the market goes down, the money that our clients need for income is not impacted. So we use a three-bucket income planning approach, which is a fairly common approach, but we do some very unique special things with it, which we separate money that's needed now and So in this three-bucket approach, the three buckets are separated by timeline, and the money needed now, or what we call in the next year, is put in one bucket. The money you need soon, which is money that's needed for income or emergency funds in the next 10 years, is put in, in the middle bucket or the second bucket. And money needed 10-plus years is more for the future, and that 10-plus years is your growth. That's, we can still work on growing depending on uh, an investor's risk tolerance, But we're pulling income from bucket two and from bucket one, so we're not pulling from investments that are going to be down. So practically speaking, money that will be needed in the next 10 years for income is positioned so that it has little or uh, no exposure to market risk in relation to the stock market. Um, Interest rate risk, we try to remove the interest rate risk as it applies to bonds and the sequence of return risks of which we're talking about. So the last thing you want to be in retirement is in a position when you're selling your investments when they are substantially down due to market fluctuations. So what can you do about this? Well, the bottom line is that when you lay your head down at night, I want you throughout your retirement years to pass what I call the pillow test. And when you pass the pillow test, it means that you can sleep at night no matter what the market is doing. So in retirement, your plan shouldn't chase high rates of return, but rather have a comprehensive strategy or strategies that weave together to create peace of mind and reduce sequence of return risk. So I'm a big believer in the market. I'm also a big believer in safety and protection. And, and when you put it all together in a comprehensive plan, it can help people pass the pillow test. So what I'd do is I'd invite you to reduce your sequence of return risk put this on your radar, act on it, either by yourself or with assistance of a comprehensive fiduciary planner, uh, which we do at Thrive Retirement Planning. We want to help you be confident about your retirement transition and your financial plans. And so when when my team and I work with clients, we use a a very specific three-bucket income planning process Its goal is to help you feel confident and pass that pillow test. So I'd invite you to set up a time for an appointment, either in person or virtually, or talk to your own financial advisor, or do research on reducing the sequence of return risk so that you're in a better position to mitigate this risk. Uh, If you'd like to talk with us at our office, 801-810-8434, 801-810-8434, or you can go to our website at thriverp.com. That's Thrive RP, like retirement planning, ThriveRP.com, and just click on the Get Started button. So lastly, do you have questions about Social Security? Many of our clients do. It's one of the things that we help clients make decisions on. If that's you, uh, we have a free online Social Security Masterclass. It's in the notes here, or you can go to ThriveRP.com forward slash SS Just put in your email and you can access a one-hour class. These are classes we do in person all the time. And this can help you make some of those vital decisions around. Well, thanks for being here on the Thrive Retirement Planning Podcast. Have a great one. See you. Bye-bye. Carl Wolstein is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, an SEC registered advisor. Thrive Retirement Planning and RWA are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specialized in fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate, and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested.